Hello and welcome to Glens Falls Today Morning Brief. Our top story today, the 61st annual Lake George Winter Carnival set to begin next weekend. I'm Gary Scott, it's Friday, it's January 27th, 2023. Other stories in the morning brief today, Crandall Public Library seeking work for a new art show, Salem's Elementary School principal resigns, the village of Schuylerville's annual Winter Fest, and a free ski day at West Mountain scheduled for tomorrow. But first, before we get to our stories, I want to let you know that if you're looking for a place to advertise your local business, Lens Falls Today could be the perfect solution. Our goal is to provide free and convenient access to important local news, but more importantly, we want to support and represent our community. And what better way to do that than by helping to spread the word about the great local businesses in the greater Glens Falls area. For example, I would like to say a quick thank you to one of our community partners, Cerrone Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning in Queensbury, offering residential and commercial plumbing and heating, cooling, installation, repair, and maintenance services to the community for over 25 years. Their professionally trained plumbers and HVAC technicians are capable of completing any job from start to finish with a promise to deliver unmatched customer service in the process. And if you own a business in the area as well, you could advertise with us on our website or even right here with me on The Morning Brief. For more information, head over to our website at glensfallstoday.com and thank you for making Glens Falls Today your source for free local news. To kick off our Friday morning show, this one's for all the artists listening. Crandall Public Library is seeking artistic talent to contribute to a new art show hosted by its resident center for local history and culture. According to News 10, the library's Folklife Center is seeking artists to capture the Champlain Canal through whatever form of art they wish to use. The library is seeking contributors for a juried art show titled Through Inland Waters, Champlain Canal at 200, and this art show will run in April. All submissions must either depict or be directly inspired by the Champlain Canal, which meets its southern terminus in the Washington County town of Whitehall, and a feeder to the canal runs through Glens Falls. Artists are invited to take part regardless of discipline, medium, or experience. All entries must be ready to mount and hang, and must be no larger than 36 by 36 by 10 inches in size. Freestanding sculpture work will not be considered for the art show. Any artist interested in adding to the collective vision of the canal can fill out an application form upon dropping their work off at the Folklife Center, located in the library's basement off the Glen Street entrance. A maximum of two submissions per artist will be welcomed, and all submissions must be delivered by Wednesday, March 29th. Any art sold during the exhibition will result in 100% of the funds going to the artist, with no commission. Through Inland Waters is set to open on Monday, April 3rd, and run until Friday, April 28th. An opening reception is planned for 5 to 7 p.m. on Thursday, April 6th. And finally, the jurors for the exhibition include mixed-media artist John Segan, folklorist Todd DeGarmo, and photographer Kevin Rogan. Salem Elementary School is now looking for a new leader after its principal resigned after only six months on the job. According to the Post-Star, Superintendent of Schools Julie Adams posted a notice on the district's website on January 17th stating that Karen Jones had submitted her letter of resignation. Adams did not provide a reason for Jones' departure. Jones was appointed to the position in May and started in July. Her previous experience includes serving as principal of Fort Edwards Elementary School from 2016 until that position was eliminated in 2020 as part of a budget cut. 
She has also served as a teacher in the Waterford Half Moon Central School District. In a subsequent email on January 19th, Adams said that Mark Fish, who retired as superintendent of the Greenwich Central School District last year after an eight-year tenure, will serve as interim elementary principal. Before going to Greenwich, Fish was principal of Oliver W. Winch Middle School in South Glens Falls. And in 2010, he was named as New York State Middle School Principal of the Year and National Distinguished Principal. The Post-Star also reports that Salem schools have had some turnover in the last few years. Both the elementary and junior-senior high school buildings now have interim leaders. Damian Switzer, former Queensbury High School principal, is serving as interim principal at the junior-senior high school, having replaced Adams, who was promoted to superintendent. Adams had served as junior-senior high school principal for two and a half years before taking up the role of superintendent. She replaced David Glover, who the Board of Education reached an agreement to part ways with in July 2021 after seven years at the helm. The Board of Education voted in May to offer the junior-senior high school principal position to William Clooney. However, Clooney never came to the district, and so Switzer has filled the role for the time being. Before Jones's appointment, the position of elementary school principal went through several names as well. Shalette Pleat from 2016 to 2017, Sharon Varney from 2017 to 2018, David Eagle as interim from 2018 to 2019, Karen Vieira from 2019 to 2021, and finally Patrick Cronin as interim from 2021 to 2022. Now before we get to our top story, I want to remind you again that you could advertise your business with us at glensfallstoday.com or right here on The Morning Brief. As our business continues to grow and develop, we strive to help other local businesses do the same. We want to help you spread the word about the great services that you have to offer our community. For more information, visit our website at glensfallstoday.com. Last year, the Lake George Winter Carnival held over the four weekends of February was predicted to be a blockbuster. And according to Sun Community News, those predictions turned out to be correct, as last year's carnival hosted the largest number of visitors it has ever seen in its six-decade-long history. This February, for the Winter Carnival's 61st year, organizers expect the crowds to be even larger, so more events have been added to the schedule to accommodate them. The high-spirited outhouse races, featuring $2,000 in prizes, are scheduled for 1 p.m. on Saturday, February 4th, the carnival's opening day, and again two weeks later on Saturday, February 18th. The Lake George Winter Carnival's traditional schedule of motorsports activities, which annually draw large crowds, such as motorcycle, sports car, and 4x4 ice racing atop Lake George, still tentatively remain on the schedule, though whether or not they actually happen will depend on the thickness of the ice on the lake, which has been questionable lately. However, The Sun also reports that some of these activities out on the frozen lake will have substitute venues if the ice doesn't form to a safe depth. But the long-term weather forecasts do look promising. The 2023 Lake George Winter Carnival will also feature more family-friendly, non-octane activities. Many of the details of this year's carnival will be revealed tonight, January 27th, at the annual Lake George Winter Carnival Gala, which begins at 5 p.m. at the Brasserie at Bayside Resort on Lake George's Dunham Bay, about five miles northeast of Lake George Village on State Route 9L. This event will include live music, food and drinks, live and silent auctions, door prizes, and of course, socializing. Proceeds will support the Lake George Winter Carnival, which is a volunteer-operated enterprise. Tickets for the gala can be obtained at Mario's Restaurant in Lake George from members of the Carnival Committee or through the Lake George Chamber of Commerce. 
Each weekend of the carnival is set to include the cook-off contests, cornhole games, pony rides, and of course the polar plunges every Saturday and Sunday, as well as the Lake George Dogs Got Talent contests. Attendees can also take part in t-shirt tie-dyeing, snowman building contests, open mic karaoke events, and indoor arts and crafts sessions for children. And fireworks over the lake are scheduled for all four Saturdays in February. The carnival's opening weekend of February 4th and 5th is expected to be busy. The opening ceremonies will be held at noon at Shepherd Park with a chili cook-off following at 12.30pm, then the year's first outhouse race will be held at 1pm. The annual Winter Carnival Parade starts at 4pm and will feature the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile in its first ever visit to the carnival. People can then gather in Shepherd Park at 5.30pm for s'mores and hot chocolate and a fireworks display over the lake beginning at 7pm. Saturday, February 4th will also feature the new 518 Jeep and Duck Hunt, which involves people driving around Warren County to find hidden mock ducks in order to win one of many awards, including a $500 grand prize. Sunday, February 5th features another new event called Wanna Build a Cupcake at 1pm hosted by an award-winning baker. This will be preceded by complimentary Sundays at 12.30pm in Shepherd Park, accompanied by a karaoke session. The annual Women's Skillet Toss contest is to be held at 3.30pm, and the Keg Toss for both men and women follows at 4pm. And finally, there will be bonfires on Shepherd Park Beach to help keep people warm throughout both Saturday and Sunday's events. Now, Lake George is not the only local community finding fun ways to celebrate the colder months. According to News 10, in the village of Schuylerville, Hudson Crossing Park hosts an annual winter celebration full of fun alongside the Champlain Canal. This year's Hudson Crossing Park Winterfest will be held from 11am to 1pm next Saturday, February 4th. The festival features ice harvesting demonstrations as well as cold water rescue demonstrations by Schuyler Hose Fire Department. Kids can enjoy a sledding hill and sculpture contest, and families can check out hands-on winter tracking and open fire cooking activities. Also, a bake sale will run throughout the event. Also, also, Winterfest will feature snowmobile rides by the Dix Bridge, located by the Hudson River Champlain Canal Lock 5. News 10 reports adult riders can learn proper operation and safety for driving a snowmobile, followed by a guided and controlled ride with experienced Hudson Crossing Park Club members. Kids can ride along on a sled operated by a parent, guardian, or club member. Winterfest and the snowmobile lessons are all completely open to the public, and Hudson Crossing Park will be accepting donations during the event. And finally, to remain on the topic of fun things you can do outside in the winter months, West Mountain Ski Area is about to host a free day of winter sports activities. According to News 10, West Mountain's annual Snowfest is set for Saturday, January 28th, why that's tomorrow, from 2 to 6 p.m., and the afternoon will include bonfires and drink specials. Those who want to ski for free can visit Nemer CJDR of Saratoga or Queensbury to pick up a free four-hour ski ticket voucher. Supplies are limited, and West Mountain notes that pets and outside alcohol or coolers are not permitted. West Mountain features 25 runs, 29 trails, and a vertical climb of 1,010 feet. The ski area is located at 59 West Mountain Road in Queensbury. It's pretty easy, they named the whole road after it. News 10 reports West Mountain is a popular ski and snowboarding spot for the Glens Falls Queensbury area at large, and its owners are working to expand it. 
Last year, Sarah and Spencer Montgomery unveiled a plan to add 200 residences, a new lodge, a hotel, and other amenities along the north end of the mountain along West Mountain Road. And that is all I have got for the morning brief today. That's another week down. I'm Gary Scott for Glens Falls Today. As always, thank you for listening. Our goal for the morning brief is to provide you with quick and convenient access to the most important news around the greater Glens Falls area. So if you love the show, you can support us by subscribing, leaving a five-star review, and recommending us to a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll be back on Monday with more local news you need to know. I'm Gary Scott, and this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief.